Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And today, we would like to talk about the big secret or secrets. Things that we keep from our partners, hopefully they're not important things, but just things that we hold to not hurt their feelings and keep everything in good spirits. Daniela, what do you think a good secret is? I think a good secret is um, good surprises. I know in our relationship, I've kept secrets from you when I'm working on surprising you with something. I think those are understandable secrets. Oh, you mean like you're Mm -hmm. not telling me that you made something awesome for me and (laughs) you were doing some work, but in reality... You were spending hours sneaking around, putting something amazing together to surprise me and wow me. <laughs> yeah. Like that type of secret? Yeah, I think those are those are good secrets um, yes. to have. Yes. They're amazing secrets to have. But I can tell you that a lot of couples don't have those secrets. They have other secrets. Secrets mm-hmm. that could possibly hurt the other, their partner's feelings. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, this little thing called a white lie. It's it's something that you keep inside, not because you don't want to share it, but you don't want to necessarily hurt the other person's feelings. Like when you're a kid and your mom makes you something for dinner and it doesn't quite taste very good. But your mom asks you, how is it? Is it good? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's great. (laughs) And in reality, like, damn. I hope I could power through and eat this whole this whole plate. And hopefully she doesn't ask me to have seconds, right? Things like that. I, I think the root of it starts there, right? As kids, we we do these little lies because it just helps us get over the hump. Nothing crazy. But I think that part of us, or a good portion of us, take those same things into our relationships with people. These formalities to an extent, right? We don't want to upset the other person. Does this make me look fat? No, honestly, (laughs) if anything, it makes you look like a superstar. But what is that really doing, though? What is that? What is that really doing for the relationship? Is it does it make it authentic at that point? Or is it more than a white lie? Is it a little bit of a falsehood? What do you think, Daniela? I think that I definitely agree. Um, Well, I don't know if you didn't say whether you only make a statement, you asked a question. Um, but I think to some extent, it does make it uh, a falsehood. And granted, it's under the, I think it's circumstantial. You don't want to go and tell your partner, wow, you look really ugly. <laughs> That's not necessarily helpful either. No, but I think that in a, in a sense of, hey, you could be constructive yeah. and find the right words to say. And I'm, I know we're not all wordsmiths and at, and at <laughs> At any given moment, if we had to give our honest opinions, we might not deliver 
in a perfect manner and that could cause mm-hmm. a spillover issues but i think the thing the idea is what is the intent behind it right sure. if i told you something you maybe didn't want to hear but i said in in, in in with the most honest way in a way that it wasn't so like well i guess not i guess not hurtful I mean, it could come off hurtful but you could tell the intent was not to be hurtful and say oh you look fat what the hell are you talking about you couldn't pull that off as opposed to saying hey no nah, i don't i don't really i don't really think that works for you and I I just let you know I'm not here to hurt your feelings. I'm not here to do that. But I just want to let you know because I love you and I care about you. I I want to be honest about it and I hope that's okay. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a better way of delivering yeah. the message. Yeah, and I think that a lot of us don't know how to do that. So I I think that's why we just say, "You know what? If I don't have anything nice to say, right? That's what parents raise you on if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all and it's like well i think that i guess that's true if if there's ill intent right if you if you're going to be mean to somebody don't don't do that but i still think that you should be raised on hey be able to deliver something that's not so nice to somebody in a way that you want them to not look bad so you might have to have that talk with them but I, i don't think it works for every relationship i think mostly it should be for those close ones though. You know, I wouldn't tell my coworker. <laughs> I mean, sure. maybe I would, but you know, I've, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't help myself sometimes. And that's, that's a, that's the thing I'm working on. <laughs> but I think that for the, the people that are close to us in our lives, sure. I think that's something that we need to like look into because you're really in essence building your relationship on lies. Right. And one day you're going to slip. Cause that's what happens, right? Something happens and they slip and say, Oh, you know, like that doesn't even look good in you anyways. And it's like, Oh shit. I said that out loud. Oh, because that's what I was really thinking. But when right. you're, when you're lying so much, you have to focus on keeping the lie going. But the moment that you have that, that you don't buffer it out and you say the truth. Now all those lies that, that were stacking up, they come, they become exposed. And I think it becomes a bigger thing, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to just saying it at that moment. And I think that's something that we, that we do very well. We as in me and you, or yes. we as in, as in, as in our, as our, our couple, <laughs> us as in a couple. Yeah. I was actually just thinking, you know, that's why it's so important to build a relationship based on, on honesty. Um, and knowing how, right? I mean, I think I think this is a moment where it will be helpful to use some self-disclosure about things that we've experienced in our relationship. I know uh, recently I shared something with, with you that, you know, would like come up from time to time. Um, and I was conflicted about it for a while. And there was a part of me that was like, oh man, I don't want him to think something bad, or I don't want him to think I'm a liar. I don't want to hurt his feelings. But because you and I have established, uh, I guess a foundation of, of honesty, and you were so honest with me about things in your life, there was Mm -hmm. a part of me that felt guilty for not sharing. So when Drew and I were first, when we first started seeing each other, I had uh, received a a text message. I don't remember if it was a text message or a phone call. I think it was a phone call. Well, I'm actually not sure, but 
either regardless my ex-boyfriend had reached out to me and him and I hadn't been uh, hadn't been broken up for a very long time and when him and I had broken up he had said hey can I reach out to you in the future and at the time I had said I mean you could but my mind's probably not going to change you and I you know I, I don't know if I've talked about this on our podcast before but I had emotionally checked out of the relationship long before the relationship had ended so when he had said hey can I reach out to you I remember saying I mean you could but I mean my mind's probably not going to change. And so Drew and I had started seeing each other. I don't remember if we had gone on our first date yet. I We might have. But in any case, he, my ex-boyfriend, wanted to have a conversation about, you know, where things had left off and how things had gone. And I had said, okay. And so we did. We had the conversation and the conversation was in person. And I remember thinking is this something I was really conflicted at the time? How am I going to tell Drew about this? Because the the conversation that I had with my ex-boyfriend, it wasn't of, it wasn't like I was conflicted between Drew and my ex-boyfriend. It was one of those conversations where I think he needed it more than I did. And I was respectful of that. Nothing came out of the conversation, at least not for me. I, I, I knew where I stood. I knew I didn't want to go back. I knew that it was over. I knew I no longer had feelings. But I was really conflicted at the time of how to tell Drew, you know, I don't want to give this more importance. And I remember sharing with him eventually that I did have the conversation, but there was a moment where I actually, I didn't lie, but I did lie by omission. I wasn't entirely honest or it wasn't that I wasn't entirely honest. Part of it was Drew didn't ask. He just like, you just accepted it, right? You didn't ask, was this conversation in person or on the phone call? I just told you. I believe you did. You told me it was over the phone. Okay. So then maybe, you know, time goes by, right? Um, And I remember not lying, but I did technically lie by omission because I didn't fully disclose that the conversation had been in person. And I I remember telling myself, well, I don't want it to be like a bigger deal than it is. Or, you know, I, I don't want him to think that I'm lying or whatever the case may be at the time. And I think this is a common thing in relationships, especially when somebody is with somebody and their ex reaches out to them. I know it's happened in our personal life where somebody will say, oh, my ex reached out to me. I'm just going to delete it and nobody's going to like, no, right? My current yeah. partner is not going to know. We, we've heard it time and time again from our own friends so at the time I was kind of in that place of okay I was honest with him that I had the conversation and you know maybe that's that right but throughout time I would think about it from time to time and then when things would happen with you and you would share them with me I it was like that ping like oh you know he's so honest with you and yet you don't you didn't actually tell him that it was like the conversation was in person so this was last week, right? Actually, Friday that I week. told you. I think it was it was the Was this past Friday or the yeah, Friday so before it was, that? It was Friday. It was this past Friday. Right. So like I said, Drew had been honest about something that had gone on in his life. Somebody like uh, some something that he had with somebody. And when that had happened, I had said, wow, like he's so honest with me. I f- I'm feeling a little bit guilty. So I reflected on it and I thought about it and I was like, okay, it wasn't, it wasn't a lie or it wasn't 
I guess, a lie by omission because I had bad intentions. But I recognized that there was a part of me that was afraid to hurt his feelings. And I think that to relate to others who are in similar situations, it's because we don't want to hurt other people's feelings. But then I thought, okay, even if I do hurt his feelings, I would rather be honest and face the consequences of what that might look like. And granted, I'm pretty sure that it's not something that would make or break our relationship. If it was, then maybe we wouldn't be meant for each other. But I was pretty confident that even if I did hurt his feelings, because we've established that ground honesty, that he might be upset, we might have a disagreement about it, but ultimately we would be able to work through it. And it was much more important for it to come out now than later on, which is what so, what happens with so many people, right? It comes out in a moment, like Drew was saying, it, it's it, we call them Freudian slips, where it just like slips up, or something will happen, and your partner will have your phone, and and you know your ex will reach out, or somebody that you used to talk to will reach out while your partner has you know your phone in their hand, and it's like, well, what's this? And it wasn't that you were talking to them, and you know it's, it can get very messy very quickly. So I reflected on it, and I. And, you know, we sat down and I was honest and I told him, you know, I, I, I want to be honest with you about something. I, I feel guilty about it, but I know that it's important for me to share it because I don't want our relationship to be based on lies, even if it's white lies or lies by omission. You know, it wasn't like, like I said, it wasn't like anything came out of the conversation with my ex-boyfriend for me. It was him talking about how he had been improving and if there was a chance for us to get back together in the future. And I had said, you know, with all due respect, no, you know, I've closed that chapter in my life. I am very grateful that we had the relationship that we had and that I opened up your eyes to the things that you need to deal with as well as for myself. But it's not a book I'm opening again. It's not a chapter I'm opening again. And that was that. And Anybody could easily misconstrue that when they hear, oh, you know, you talk to your ex, right? It's, it's not like that. We're human beings. And like I've been saying, because Drew and I had established that open level of communication, even though I I thought or I wondered, how is this going to affect Drew? Is this really, how deeply is this going to hurt his feelings? I knew that the relationship that we had, because I've we've been honest with so many other things, that it wasn't going to make or break their relationship. Now, I hope that I've made sense because I definitely know that I rambled on for a little bit there. But I do think that self-disclosure is important because that's how we relate. And I think that there may be people who find themselves in very similar situations where their ex will hit them up, they're not interested, and they'll keep it from somebody. Or if, if it's an outfit that you don't like, or if it's something that you're, or your partner cooking a meal that you don't necessarily like, it's not about preventing feelings from being hurt. It's about acknowledging that as human beings, we're bound to hurt each other's feelings sometimes. We're bound to upset each other sometimes. I know there are times when Drew has upset me and I've upset him. But at the base, we know that just because that happened, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that the relationship is shattered. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Well, I don't want to risk hurting that person's feeling. I don't know how they're going to respond. And if you're in a situation where you're afraid of how somebody is going to respond, that's important for you to reflect on because I know for me, that was also a factor based on previous relationships that I've had. Those are triggers for me. 
and I really have to sit and differentiate, well, even if I don't know how Drew might respond, I know that he's not going to respond in a way where I'm going to regret being honest with him. And these are the things that I go into having these uncomfortable, honest conversations. And obviously, as you guys can hear, Drew and I made it through the conversation because we're still here having and talking to you guys. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, she also disclosed yesterday after I made her a dessert. <laughs> after she enjoyed it. be honest. No, I mean, listen, it, it's fine. I, I, I put too much, I guess, lemon juice or something in there. It brought out a flavor profile that may have been a little bit too pronounced. Which and I will it, say live on the air I, today wasn't that taste. I think it like settled a little bit as the yeah. dessert she, <laughs> sat. She still enjoyed it very much and I took did. the leftovers home with her. I did. So, but no, I mean, in essence, it's good to, you know, be honest, even at that level. Now, you don't have to do every single thing because there are some things that just aren't of importance, right? Right. The the key here is to not stack your closet full of stuff, like press the door closed and say you cleaned your room and pray that nobody ever opens that door beside you. Because when that does happen, it comes toppling over and it's a mess. And a lot of things are in there that you maybe can't explain. And I think a lot of people put themselves in that situation. Even in movies and TV shows, I've noticed they'll always be like that sidebar of this person's meeting with their ex or somebody from their past that they're, their their current person their current partner doesn't know about and they both have this dual side of things that they do and it's it's so normal and they never talk about it and it creates complications in the relationships it's like why can't you just explain it it's not even that important but it becomes more suspicious the longer you go without explaining it and i've i've advised a, a couple of friends on this one friend in particular and it blew up in his face multiple times. And and that person that he was dating already had trust issues to begin with. So that didn't that didn't end too well. But like I said, it's it's something that <laughs> it's hard to come back from. And then you realize, wow, I was so stupid. I it, it came out anyways, but now it looks worse. And I think yes. that's something we all need to work on. I think when it comes out, it usually tends to look worse because you either lied or you lied by omission. Yes. I think that if we can all be a little more honest with ourselves, our friends, our family, people that are close to us, it's going to create a revolution within relationships. Uh, we all got to contribute to this because I think that a lot of people come into situations cloak and dagger, especially the dating scene, the dating world. It's like, oh, I've been hurt before. I'm not going to let this tarnish my relationship. So I'm not going to talk about it. But in reality, being your truest self and being the most honest version of yourself to the table and knowing the person that you're, you're with is also on that same page, something that we came to the table with. It makes it simple then because the table is, is it, everything's on the table at that point. It's like, oh, this is a safe place for me to, conver- to have you know, a conversation about something and, have, and, not, and not get like backlash for it. And I think that's really important, but I think that you have to set those, those standards up front. And if somebody's not willing to be that way with you, then fortunately, I, I don't think that's the relationship you want to be in because then you always have to wonder, am I getting the truest version of my partner? Is, is my partner steering me in the right direction? Do I really look like an asshole wearing that hat? She doesn't want to tell me I look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I will say that this doesn't necessarily mean 
there's a lot of gray area here, right? If you're listening, this doesn't mean that you're going to go and spill absolutely everything that you've been, or at least all the white lies, right? Because if there are things that you are hiding that you know are not good, things that have are a little bit more severe, um, you know, you already know, right? But for the purpose of this conversation, we're talking about white lies or things that we are afraid to share with our partner because of how they might react or hurting their feelings. Now, what's important is if there's a part of you that's afraid of how your partner is going to react, maybe it's a little bit of an indicator to evaluate what's happening within your relationship that's making you feel that way. I know for me, part of it is my own triggers. And that's important for you if you're listening and you have that to know because how much of it is your triggers and how much of it is your actual partner is important. If I was afraid that Drew was going to respond to something in, in the really reactive way based just on my triggers, I need to do the self-work. If I was afraid that he was going to react in some really intense way based on who he is, then I'd have to ask myself, is this the person that I really want to be with? Because, you know, you want to be able to have a partner and even with friends, you want to be able to have relationships with friends where you can say, Hey, I want to be honest with you about something. I don't know how you're going to feel about it. You honestly might not like it. It might hurt your feelings, but I respect you. I love you. And I care about you enough to know that we need to have this conversation. So don't go spilling everything, but really reflect on you know, what are those white lies that you are keeping from your partner? And what does that mean in your relationship? Those questions are important to ask. Yeah, I could honestly tell you from experience with my parents or just older couples. I mean, it's it's actually part of like survival in marriage. It's like, oh, you know, your mother doesn't have to know about this. It'll just be t- between us kind of thing. And it's like, I grew up that way. It was like, we would do something like my mom would probably wouldn't be too, too cool with, but it was like, Hey, you know, like this, don't tell your mom. And it was the same thing. Don't tell your father. And it was like, it was like a war. It was like, you're the spy for both sides. You're the, you're the one mm-hmm. who hears everything, but you can't disclose any of it. And I think that you become their keepers of a lot of things. I think a lot of this comes from childhood just, just to, av- to avoid trouble. Right. Because if yeah. your parents are reactive, if your parents are, someone who you can't turn to when they tell you to be honest but in essence be honest with me and i won't get mad and then you end up getting smacked up for for disclosing something because what yeah. you disclose was way too much for them to handle from you that's that's a lot where that's where it comes from right we all do it to save our own asses and then in essence we got to break out of that habit um and it also when it once again is telling of the relationships that we we have in our lives yeah. And you know what, to your point of coming out of that habit, I actually have a recommendation for those of us who are maybe already aware or are starting to become aware of this. Because again, this doesn't just happen in a romantic relationship. It happens in friendships too. It's so interesting. Sometimes I've done this, you know, uh, internal social experiment where I've asked people if they saw somebody with something stuck in their tooth. Would they tell that person? And if they had 
something stuck in their tooth? Would they want to be told? And you get a variety of answers. But the reason why I bring this up is because if you're the type of person that struggles to tell people these things and struggles with white lies, that might be a place to start. You know, the next time that you see somebody, hey, listen, you know, I, I really sorry to tell you this. I don't want to embarrass you, but I feel like you should know you've got a piece of broccoli stuck in your tooth and see how that goes. And then be willing to be open to hearing that back. That's how you work through the discomfort of hurting people's feelings or thinking about somebody hurting your feelings. Because I know for me, I would want to be told, hey, your fly is down. <laughs> yes. I was, I was, that was the one I was thinking. I, I've yeah. seen I've worked with random people. I'm a bro. Listen, it man. seems so yeah. minuscule, but ex- exactly. And it ties into what you were saying. So many of us are raised to not be honest because the honest truth can get us in trouble with our parents because our, our parents, you know, when, if you're honest with your parents, your parents are likely to internalize it. Well, you're a kid. Like, what do you know? Right? Like you don't defy me. And what we do is we actually internalize that and say, well, we're not allowed to, it's, it actually becomes an internal core belief of we're not allowed to hurt other people's feelings. And part of a way to manage is exactly what I've just said the next time, or you or you can even start, you know, with compliments and see what that feels like. Compliment a random person and see the reaction because just like you have to practice managing the reaction of hurting people's feelings, it's important to manage the reaction of what it's like to compliment somebody. That's what brings balance because that's really what it's about. It's not about I can never hurt my partner's feelings or I can never hurt my friend's feelings or oh they need to figure it out for themselves possibly but in order to build more meaningful relationships so that you can build a more meaningful life it's important to be honest and these are the things where it starts now if you've got a situation where you have a really big secret that you're keeping from somebody maybe reach out to us and <laughs> we can address that <laughs> yeah we would love to kind of work you through that uh, big secrets are a problem if your delivery is not good it it might come out even worse so but the step is in the right direction, right? Just yeah. disclosure, work on it, work on the small things and work up to the bigger things. And I think everything will be okay. Yes. I assure you. As long as the right things are the right people are in your life, it will be okay. Just like for Drew and I, you know, even when we do hurt each other's feelings or get upset with each other, we still got it. Yes. I'm grateful for that. Me too. <laughs> Well, we hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week or wherever you're listening. And we'll talk to you on another one. Thank you.